0: Female-owned businesses are becoming increasingly popular. Now more than ever, females feel like they can lead companies or even start their own. As a business owner myself, I feel like I can always learn from other women in business. So I wanted to introduce a new portion of Girl Talk. Each Sunday, we'll interview women from several different industries, discussing their passions and how they use their tenacity to chase their dreams. Each woman who dared to take a position of leadership is someone that we can learn from. I encourage you to truly listen to what they're saying because you never know when it can inspire you to become your own entrepreneur. Her, Most of you might know her from her Instagram, but there is so much more to the founder and CEO of Rain Lashes. She's running a successful business that even caught the attention of stars such as Casey Musgraves, but she's also a mother and wife. Today, I'm excited to introduce Caitlin Davis on Girl Talk. Hey, Kate. Thanks so much for coming on.
1: Hey, Alexis. Thanks for having me. I'm
0: super excited and nervous. Don't be nervous. So it's so funny because I've been a fan of you for a long time. I wear rain lashes. I mean, Casey Musgraves wears rain lashes. So obviously you've kind of (laughs) built this empire for yourself. So how did you get started for rain?
1: So I wanted to do a clothing store in 2015. I went to school for marketing and I was like, you know what? I knew I wanted to do something that was not like a straight narrow career path so I met Cooper in 2014 and then somewhere along the way I decided I was going to start a online clothing boutique while I was working as like a mini superintendent for a construction company. So I was doing, you know, a full-time job during the day, and then at nighttime I would come home and I would work on this very, very small-scale clothing store. Like, I'm talking maybe 1,100 followers on my personal page, like 400 on Rain Boutique page. So I actually started clothing and then i'm like you know what i'm about to get married love all things beauty and,
0: and lashes
1: and makeup I'm like i'm gonna reach out to someone and see if they can like design me a set of lashes for my wedding and this was uh 2015 so probably having the clothing store for, like a few months oh, wow. so i actually got to um reach out to these people and I got to design the thickness, the density, the length, everything about these lashes and I loved them and I was wearing them all the time because these lashes could be worn too many times and someone reached out to me and they're like, how can I get my hands on a pair of these lashes? And So then, you know, things just started, I guess, spiraling. I'm like, let's just start doing lashes. Let's do lashes to customers direct. And then Mm -hmm. Cooper actually was like, why don't you sell to, like, these boutiques? You know, you have to order these online. You can't go to your local boutique and support these small businesses and buy a pair of luxury eyelashes from them. So that's actually how it got started.
0: That is so crazy to think about. I mean, look at where you're at now. You probably never imagined that designing these lashes would lead to this.
1: No, I never would have thought that. And so after you know, three years of being wholesale only and then deciding this year to take the plunge, you know, it's a really scary step to be retail. It's paid back dividends, so I'm really glad that now I'm fully operating wholesale and retail all on my website, so it's, it's really cool. I would have never, ever thought in a million years that that little bitty rain boutique would make, you know, a career for me. And in a lot of ways, it is a career.
0: No, for sure, now it's taking care of your family, which I'm sure was your main goal in the yes. beginning.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I never really thought it would be a profitable business or something that I could actually contribute to, you know, helping out with paying for things, you know, and then now I'm paying for everything we need, you know, like anything we need, I'm I can do it. So it was really surreal being able to make that huge leap and it happened so fast. I feel like under three years is a long time, but it's really not, you know, and who knows what's gonna happen tomorrow. There's always that lingering, you know, scared option that social media could end tomorrow and then that's where you get a lot of your customers
0: but
1: anything can happen i'm kind of just taking it
0: day by day you know Caitlin, i've known you for a while now and i feel like not only through obviously rodeo but also because of like you as a person like i follow you on instagram i know you well i feel like but i feel like a lot of people don't know the real you so what is something that people would be surprised to know about Caitlin davis
1: Yeah, I think social media is, it's like you're basically filtering out what you want people to know about you. So in a lot of ways, nobody knows who you are. If you follow someone on Instagram, I can promise you that is like 1% of their life. And so that is not who they are. And um, I think something that would make people surprised to know about me would be like I never, ever wear makeup. I know that I'm on Instagram in all my photos and I wear makeup, but I probably put makeup on twice a month. And I've lived with my dad growing up, so I was kind of more of like a tomboy. Makeup wasn't really like a thing that, you know, he could help me with. So still to this day, I wear makeup maybe
0: maybe twice a month. See, that's so crazy to me because, I mean, on Instagram, like you said, they see this version of you. Do you ever feel the pressure to live up to that persona, like to be what Kate Davis is?
1: definitely, uh, I think, like, Kate Davis, she is my alter ego, she's the <laughs> one that has makeup on, she's got, she's dressed cute, you know, she's got everything together, but in reality, um, you know, I'm um, definitely just a regular girl, and it's surprising, I think, to most people, I'll go to, like, my, my local Subway, and order a Subway sandwich, and, like, the girls are looking at me, like, crazy, and I'm like, what's, what are you, what's wrong, they're like, why don't, why don't you have your eyelashes on, <laughs> like, I, do, I don't wear makeup every day. I wear makeup hardly ever. It's just this persona that you can develop and you can be whoever you want to be online. And it wasn't something that I was trying to be different than who I was. It was just I felt the best in my eyelashes and makeup. So that is the person that, you know, was easy for me to be.
0: No, for sure. And I totally understand that. And that's that's your business too. I think it's sometimes people have a hard time separating the two from personal and business.
1: Yeah, and it's for me, social media is a business. I mean, it's... It's also a fun outlet to share with people that I want to connect with, but at the same time, it is a business. It is how I run my business. So, you know, it's important that I am posting pictures in my eyelashes to show people reach out to new customers.
0: Oh, definitely. Well, I know that obviously you love what you do, but was there ever a time that you questioned your career path? Like, am I crazy for doing this? I know you said it happened so fast, but was there anything that ever made you doubt yourself?
1: Yeah, I still doubt myself. Like, you still think, oh my God, should I have been like a nurse or a teacher or anything other than this really risky job that I have? Like, I don't, who knows if it's gonna work out, you know? But um, yeah, if you don't risk it, there's no reward. You'd live in this, I guess, bubble of what could have been, what would have been. So Mm -hmm. I'm glad I took the risk and it was definitely worth it. But sometimes I still question it, like, did I make the right choice, you know?
0: No, for sure. You know, it's funny, I saw a statistic that said that Texas leads as far as female entrepreneurs in the country, which doesn't surprise me, obviously, because I mean, there's a lot of women here that are go-getters to state, but exactly. for someone that is so young, because like, how old are you? I am 24. Okay, so you're 24 years old. As a business owner, what's the biggest stereotype that you faced? I mean, was there a way that you overcame it? Because I know that obviously for me, it was, I was young
1: stereotype is "Hmm, that I don't work I guess like being an entrepreneur and again you see me on social media you think does she really have is that a real job you know like is she really working is she really making money I cannot tell you how many times people ask Cooper if I make money doing what I'm doing which (laughs) I feel like is crazy because it is my job but that question is very 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 often happens
0: Yeah, and it's funny too, because you posted something the other day, you were like, yeah, all the shipping, all the labels, all the packaging, that's all me guys. And my hands are on all of it. And I thought that was so true because people think that being an entrepreneur is glamorous. But a lot of times it's a lot of stuff on the back end that people are not willing to do.
1: That, yeah hands down when i posted that i was like yeah people think that i'm like at the spa all day with cucumbers <laughs> over my eyes and champagne in my hand you know that is the opposite of what i'm doing all day i'm doing customer emails i'm doing wholesale emails i'm accepting wholesale accounts i'm packing orders shipping orders like the whole nine yards and i have a couple employees now that do help me but 99 percent of the time if you get an order from me it came directly from my hands
0: <laughs> see that's so impressive too because you are still a small business
1: I am a small business. I'm not a large scale business. I mean, I don't know if I could potentially grow any more than what I have in the space that I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm actually looking at maybe getting a warehouse. So that would be impressive.
0: be really cool. I can't wait for that day. Yeah, that's really exciting. So okay, obviously, you're from a small Texas town. But it's funny, because like you said, on social media, you're so popular, people see you in town. But Despite the number of likes that you get and the good that you're still putting out there as a female and as someone that is inspiring other young girls, you probably have dealt with haters too. Oh, shit.
1: No just because i don't bring light to it like a lot on social media does not mean that they're not there and a lot of people don't think that i have haters which is crazy to me to think that but i mean think about this we're already such a controversial sport like bull riding is a very controversial sport so mm-hmm. on top of that and i have eyelashes that are made out of fur you know so we're just like a walking <laughs> <laughs> issue for some people so yeah i mean i have haters in every sort of aspect people that you don't know people that you do know is it's kind of the norm I guess if you have anything good going on for you it, it
0: happens. For sure. Well, how do you handle that? Like if there's a girl on social media that just started a new I've seen boutique owners complain about it several times. How does Kate handle that and what should we do in that situation that's worked for you maybe?
1: Um, I think that you just have to realize it's not a problem with you. It's not something that you're lacking. It's actually a problem with the person that is, you know, trying to direct this hate towards you. It has nothing to do with you. It's just something that they see in you that they don't see in themselves. And so once I kind of took that and learned from it, I realized that they just see me as, you know, influential. And to some people, that is a
0: threat. Oh, for sure. Definitely. It's intimidating. But it's funny, though, because, like, despite, like, what you said, they see you as a threat, as a woman... I've always wondered, like, what's one insecurity that people would be really surprised to know that you battled with personally?
1: I'm really, let's see, I have a lot of insecurities. I mean, a lot. Um, I think living up to who we put ourselves out there on social media is a big insecurity for me. Like, you know, comparing yourself to other women on social media, am I enough of this, am I enough of that? So all of those things factor into being a little bit insecure and it wasn't like that whenever I was a teenager. So I can't imagine how it's going to be in 10 more years And you know, our kids are teenagers or it's just going to be crazy because we didn't have that constant comparison like there is now. So it makes you very insecure.
0: No, for sure. And like I said, you have several followers. So a lot of the people that are listening right now probably already follow you. But what would you tell them for advice if they're considering being their own entrepreneur?
1: Not give up. I mean, if again, no risk, no reward. It's super hard. You will doubt yourself, but Rome is not built in a day. It's definitely a process. So I think also for me, having a philanthropic element to my business has really helped push me. It's it's something I'm passionate about, and it drives me to want to do more. You know, give back more. And I never knew that sort of drive until, unfortunately, it had to happen due to my son getting a sickness. But that pushed me to want to help other people. So I think after I made that change for my business in 2016, you know, everything changed for me. My business really elevated as soon as I did something more than just looking pretty, you know, let's put something good in
0: our business. Oh, for sure. And what you did was so beautiful. You actually had a model that has battled with cancer and she was the face of Rain rain lashes.
1: Oh, yes. actually okay. took a poll in 2017, I think, when we launched it. And I was like, what should we do? You know, we want to give back to these women that have lost their lashes. They've lost their eyebrows going through chemotherapy. What can we do? And everybody's like, you know what? The one word that always sticks out to these women is hope. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what? We're for hope. So Rain Lashes for Hope was born. And ever since then, we've all of... Every sale that is made in the month of October, we donate of course, a corresponding pair of flashes to I Go Pink in the Woodlands, the Breast Cancer Charities of America. So it's right here in Texas, two hours mm-hmm. from where I live, and they actually give out gift bags to these ladies fighting cancer. So it's an awesome way that we teamed up with them. And again, it's what drives me to want to build my business, take it to the next level, because every time we do that, we're reaching more people that we can
0: help. No, for sure. And I think that is just so beautiful. And I think that I just have to say, as someone that lost her grandmother to breast cancer, like what I think you're doing is just, it's really inspiring because it does take a lot. That's obviously your business and stuff. But to give back in that way, it's going to reward you tenfold. Definitely think when
1: you give, you receive. Mm -hmm. And one of the big things I think for me was just you know, realizing that maybe lashes are not a big deal to some people and people are like, oh, what's well, with the eyelashes? You say that until you lose them. You don't mm-hmm. genuinely understand you know, how big of a difference it makes so you
0: don't have the option to wear eyelashes or to have eyelashes. And I just think that's so neat. And it's, you know, you were one of the first people within our industry to kind of introduce this whole lash phase. Like everybody obviously seen false lashes, but I don't think anybody really had seen how popular they would become within our industry. So now it's funny because all these people copy you. So how do you feel when you see these people start copying your ideas, your designs? As a business owner, it kind of has to be a little infuriating.
1: Yeah, it was definitely frustrating discouraging at first but then I realized you know they just want to have success and to some it seems like it's easily given to me and maybe it's from my lashes or maybe it's from whatever they think it came from so they, they just want that other success so it's hard to be upset about it at the same time you just kind of have to think you know you'll never be a mainstay in your industry if you're not original mm-hmm. or set apart from the rest so if you really want to do something and you want to be good at it you, you're gonna have to come up for your own thing mm-hmm. and i understand i wasn't the first person to develop strip lashes but yeah. in my niche you know in our western industry i was the first person to start wholesaling lashes to these mm-hmm. stores so that was a super cool way to look at it but now i think there's like 50,000 little brands but do you want to be one of those little little brands or do you want to be a big business that is actually influential and is making big progress I mean, you've got to do something out of the ordinary it's it's not something that you can just do overnight You want to make it look easy
0: as a female as a business owner a mom a wife what's the best advice you've ever been given
1: so I say this a lot, and I actually heard it in high school, it's stop trying to like dull or water yourself down to accommodate someone else's insecurities. You know, God made me different because he knew He knew I was gonna be made to do something different, blaze my own trail. And I think if you just keep remembering, like, you know, you're being pushed in these directions because there's something in you more, then you just need to follow your dreams, follow. I know it's not so cliche, but it's exactly what me and Cooper both have done. And I feel like if we wouldn't have taken those risks and we wouldn't have taken that advice, just don't toll yourself down. You know, maybe Cooper. people told Cooper, you know, you think you can do it? You think you can make it? You think you're good enough? I mean, how do you know unless
0: mm-hmm. you
1: just realize your true genuine self? And go from there. Definitely be yourself.
0: Be original. <laughs> Definitely. and That's the thing. If you are a champion at anything, you're willing to bet on yourself. And I am just so happy for all your success. And I think that a lot of girls out there listening are really going to benefit your, from your story as well.
1: Yes, I'm so excited. It's just a super neat opportunity for me to have and have you back anytime you have time. I would definitely do it again.
0: Well, thanks, Kate. You're the best. I appreciate it. Join us every Sunday for another interview on Entrepreneur Her, only on Girl Talk.